Hey friends, I'm Jordan. And I'm Shelby. And you're you're listening listening to to the Cultivate Women's Podcast. We are pastor's wives at Passion Creek Church, and we exist to encourage and empower women to cultivate a life that is rooted in Christ. We invite you to join us as we walk through what that looks like in the context of friendship, leadership, relationships, and hardships. Today we are going to be talking about um, kind of just like discipleship, I guess, and um, the roles of discipleship, what that looks like in our lives, Um, because I think that we are called to both disciple people, but I don't think we ever graduate from being discipled. Mm -hmm. Like, so I still feel like they're all throughout our life, like we should still have someone um, pouring into us and so that we're growing and then in turn, like we're pouring into others. I I don't think that we ever like reach that point where we're like, all right, I am now like a disciple and I'm going to, you know, like, I don't know. I, yeah, I just, it's a hard like thing to figure out, but I feel like that's not something we like graduate from. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, I don't know, like in college I had someone who's my mentor and I really like benefited from that. But I think when you leave college, like you, you go through a lot of like things for the first time that would really be nice to have someone to kind of like be pouring into you and investing in you Mm -hmm. and honestly like encouraging you to like just keep going because it's like such a crazy and I'm sure you can like identify with that when it comes to like motherhood and like being a first-time mom and things like that like I think it's always healthy to have someone who's kind of above you and can just like encourage you and help you grow Um, yeah in your walk and I think also like as Christians we should be um we should be people who constantly want to be learning and and like um like listening to people who are more spiritually mature than us right and learning from them um but I do think that they're like I think it's hard to to have an equal balance between someone discipling you right having like a life accountability group and then discipling other people for like a constant throughout your life. Like I think, right. I think that's like the ideal, yeah, but totally. I think that's really difficult to just have like right off the bat. Like I think it does need to happen organically, but I think, yeah. I think, I don't know. And there's going to be seasons of life where like maybe you have two out of the three categories right. or one out of the three categories. Um, like it's going to change. So we've kind of broken it down into three categories. Yeah. So the being the mentor, so discipling people, mm-hmm. um, having like a group of like friends, like almost like an accountability, you right. kind of like. Um, like you're you walking just, through life together. Yes kind of similar stages of life mm-hmm. or like at least similar like spiritual stage of life, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, and then being the one that is being discipled. So yeah. having a mentor, having some important to your life. Um, so we kind of want to break the, to like separate the three and talk about each of them individually and kind of how they like work together, but also mm-hmm. how there are going to be times where you don't have one or you don't have two mm-hmm. of the three. Yeah. So, well, so first let's do um, discipling. So clearly, like, the Lord has called us, like, to make disciples. Right. Um, That is our purpose, to bring glory to him and to to make disciples so that other people can bring glory to him. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think that if we aren't following the way of Jesus or doing these things, reading our Bible in prayer, like, doing these practices – 
Um, it's going to be very hard for us to disciple others. Yeah. Like how can we sit from a position where we don't do what God's word says, but we're right. then in turn trying to tell someone who is just starting out in their Christian walk, this is what you should be doing. Like this is what the Bible says to do, but right. they don't see that in your everyday life. It's kind of like the leadership thing we talked about a while ago. Like you can't lead someone if you're not leading right. yourself. Yeah. So definitely, I mean, all of these like categories, it definitely starts with first, like you have to have like you have to be leading yourself. Like you have to have a relationship with Christ mm-hmm. and um, doing all of these things. Um, but then in turn, like he's called us to disciple. And so it's like, it can be like a one-on-one setting or like a two-on-one. Mm-hmm. Um, I just probably wouldn't go any bigger than, I mean, you could probably do three-on-one, so like a total of four people. Um, but the bigger you get, like the harder that is. Like people don't want to open up. They don't yeah, want to yeah, share yeah. what they're struggling with. Um, and it makes it a little bit harder. But I I think it's really cool in a one-on-one setting. Um, and that could be like you have – so say you're discipling three people and you just do each of them in a one-on-one setting yeah, versus doing all three at the same time. Right. Um, but it's very much a like – it's a, a relationship that – that's kind of just unspoken in a way like that okay i am further along my spiritual walk than this person is and so therefore they're very much like coming to me in order to learn like i am like the teacher like it is very like it's not that relationship where it's like oh we're both at the same level and so therefore we're gonna give and take yeah like i think with the when you're investing in someone and you're discipling them like you don't Like, I think you share your story and you share the things that you've struggled with to help them. Right. Like, to, to, like, help them feel like they're understood and there's empathy there. Or, like, you're relating with them in a certain way. But not in a way where it's, like, I'm talking to you because I need advice. Right. They're not feeling burdened with your... Yes. Like, you are, you are there to mentor them and they're sharing what they're burdened with what struggling what they're struggling with and you're there to encourage them invest in them um, point them towards god in the right ways of that season in their life um and that's that's like what that relationship is it's it's not totally a one-way street, but it's but, more right. Of a, so it's, it's not like you can't learn anything from them, right? You know, they're, and, this person could be older than you in like age years, right? But they have just become a Christian, and yes. therefore, you know, so they still have so much wisdom and knowledge and um, experience in the outside world and other things. So yeah. it's not like you're not coming to this of like, oh, I'm better I than know you. Everything. I'm lording this over you, and yeah. and I'm in charge. You better sit down and not talk and just listen right. to everything <laughs> right. I have to say. Like it's very much not that. Um, and but it, it is, I think there needs to be a friendship level to it like you need to be friends you need to do things outside of a disciple meeting like you need to cultivate a relationship with them because i think that only helps them share with you yeah um, knowing what's going on in their life just on like a basic level right of like Um, how they operate what's their enneagram number you can say that like knowing (laughs) what their personality is knowing what they tend to do their tendencies things like that like it needs to be a relationship that you have not just a I'm sitting down I'm going to talk to you about all these things and then I'll see you next week right um it is it is a very like it, it needs to be like a natural thing you learn about them over time and um and like it's not just it's not completely a one-way street but it's definitely you are serving them and you are there for them you are there to just help them grow um yeah 
and they are not they are not there really to I mean you learn from them and you learn about discipleship through them but they're not there to like be the ones that are investing in you it's right just, and it's almost yeah. like you don't like you share like stuff that's happened in your life when when it pertains to like something they're struggling with so is yeah. it like a, a relatable sense it's not I don't know that it's like necessarily uh, your place to like open up about everything that's going wrong or things that you're questioning about faith. Right. You know, like they're very much new at this. And so hearing your struggles and like your doubts, because it's okay to doubt, but Mm -hmm. if we take that doubt and then turn to God and say, you know, help me understand or give me wisdom, that's how we're supposed to do it. But showing them that side of it can very much lead them in a direction of like, Maybe I didn't make the right decision or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or this like questioning of like what, what this is. So that's not the time, you know, like that's it's not to the have person the friendship, to share that but with. it's not the person to share like these deep struggles of things you're going yes. with. Yeah. Um, if they're struggling through something and it's something you've been through in your life, then of course, like share, share that you've been yeah. through that and then how the Lord brought you through right. it. Um, but it, it is. So it's like you said, it's like not a one way street, but it's definitely like. You are limited in what you share Mm -hmm. with them when it comes to, like, current struggles in your life, I would say. And I think also um, when it comes to, like, discipling others, I think that word, like, scares a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I think it makes you feel like it needs to be this official process where you have, like, a curriculum and uh go through the same thing and... You need to know all of these things to do it. Um, and I would say, like, no, I don't think it needs to be um, so, like, rigid. Yeah. I think that a lot of times we put too much of a burden on ourselves to be, like, a perfect person before we right. mentor or disciple anybody. And in that case, you're never going to disciple anybody because you're never going to be mm-hmm. – you're never going to live up to whatever you've built up in your head. Because um, I know for me personally, that's something I really struggled with. I – um, like I'll, I'll use youth group as an example. Like okay. I, I serve like in our youth group, I'm one of the leaders and I really wanted to do that for a long time, but I just felt like I wasn't in, like I wasn't spiritually mature enough or I didn't know enough theology or I just didn't feel like I was as prepared as I wanted, I wanted to be. Uh-huh. Um, and so I like put it off for a long time because I was like oh when I do this then I'll do it or when I'm at this point in my life then I'll do it and I think that um like I like we've talked about before like God burdens you and puts passions on your heart for a reason Uh and so I think stepping into that I've learned a lot about just like my own spiritual life and I've just been able to like invest in people in ways that I never thought that I was able to because I just stepped into it you know what I mean like I think if you like foundationally you need to have a relationship with God to mentor someone like we said right so I don't wouldn't say like oh if you just became a Christian go mentor somebody right now but I think that if you're questioning am I ready to do it like pray about it but if God is putting opportunities in your life and place a burden on your heart to do it like do it and I think that you'll be surprised how God equips you when you step into a role Right. And I think another thing is that we're always afraid of, like, what if they ask a question yeah. that I don't know the answer to? Yes, that's a big one. And it's like, that very way, that very well may happen because right. so, so, so often when we're in that early stage of Christianity, we've got all these ginormous questions yes. of things that 
even in the Bible are gray areas where mm-hmm. the Bible, where the God does not specifically give a yes or a no or a this is how it is and this is how it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they've got like these large questions and you're like, I don't know what to tell them. Like, yeah. I don't want to look like I don't know what I'm talking about. Right. But it's okay to like it makes it makes them understand that we're all human like right. we're all we all have limits we all have you know we're all on this journey mm-hmm. we're on this process of figuring things out and it's okay to tell them i don't know like yeah. or you know like that's a fantastic question i actually don't even know that myself like right. let's find this together and then yeah. you know you open your bible and you search through that and you find passages and scriptures and you work through that or if it's something like more, you know, like theologically based where, you know, like doctrinal or whatever mm-hmm. that is type of question. And then you reach out to your pastor or, you know, yeah. the associate pastor, one of the leaders of the church and say like, hey, you know, or like to that person, you're like, okay, that's a great question. Let me ask, like, let mm-hmm. me ask our pastor or, or whatever. And then you reach out and you get help that you need to understand. And then therefore now you have that knowledge yeah. and you're learning yourself and then you're in turn teaching them. Yeah. Um. So it's very much like you, like you said, you don't have to have it all figured out. You right. don't have to have all the answers, but you have to be willing to be humble and to be able to say, I don't have that answer, mm-hmm. but I would like to know that too. That's a great question. Like, yeah. let's figure this out together or, you know, let me ask someone for help and then we'll figure it out, you know? Um, so it's not this matter of like, do you know it all? Do you have all the right answers? Okay. Now you can be, uh, you can disciple someone. Right. Yeah. And I think, that that's what holds a lot of people back from like investing in someone but honestly like if you talk to someone who they don't have to be younger than you either like we talked about Mm -hmm. but you are investing in someone if you talk to someone about jesus and they have questions that's investing totally it doesn't need to be we meet every week it can turn into that but i think if you talk to someone who doesn't know who jesus is or they're they're starting to question things and they're just curious like you're investing in them and you're discipling them and whether it happens at work on lunch break or whether you meet officially every other week at this coffee shop all the time like that is discipling someone and you can have a group of people you can have one-on-ones it it doesn't need there's no like right way like right right, this is the right way this is the wrong way um i think it just it is something that when we naturally are sharing about jesus the discipling happens yeah and i would venture to say that once you get to a certain point and i I have a hard time saying that because i i don't i don't want to put like a a time frame on it but i mean when you're first when you first become a christian obviously like you said you, you sh- you're not going to be discipling people because you really you know like you are very much a baby and you need to be fed mm-hmm. um but once you get to that point where you feel like you know like the lord is calling you to um to share with someone uh then at that point i don't think we're ever called to stop doing that right like i I think there may be seasons of our life where we don't have anyone that we're discipling, but that's not because that that's that God is like closed oh, that door or taken us out of that. Anymore. You know, yeah. I think that our entire Christian life, our, our entire life, like when we become a Christian and then when you get to the point that you know substantially like you are foundationally like secure in your faith, then in turn you start discipling. I think we're called to disciple others for, for the, the rest, rest of, of our lives. lives. Yeah. And so it should, like you should at every point of your life have someone that you're discipling. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that is not to make anyone feel bad if they don't, because I'll tell you, there are very many like points of my life where I don't have someone that I'm discipling and I'm a pastor's wife. So like (laughs) there are things that happen. So, I mean, there's definitely, you know, like obviously you go through seasons, but I do feel like God has called us to disciple people and that will always be a calling on our life. Definitely. Yeah. And I think, I don't know which order you want to go in, but I think when you are discipling someone and you build a relationship with them and you are friends and you learn about each other and there's like there's a strong bond there Uh uh-huh i think you that relationship can last for years like they can grow into their faith and they can mature spiritually and you are in turn growing in your faith and maturing spiritually and eventually they're going to start discipling people. And just because they're discipling people doesn't mean that you have to stop discipling them. And I think that turns into like that person you're discipling, they should be discipling other people. You should get them to that point where they can do that. Um, But then you're still encouraging them and you're still walking with them and they've taken on a new role. And so they still need mentorship because now they're discipling someone else and they're going to come to you with questions. And then you're taking that lead, that lead role of discipling someone who is also discipling somebody else. Yeah. I mean, and so I think that that's like, that's how we multiply. Like that's how we, that's how we grow the body of Christ. And um, I think that if, like I said, ideally, that's like a perfect situation where yeah. you're not moving away or you're not um, like just put in life situations where you no longer are able to like have that intimate relationship with them anymore. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's like, that's how it poured, like that's how it flows down. Totally. That sense. Yeah. So then, so there's that. So there's you discipling others mm-hmm. and then... Um, Okay, let's go to being discipled. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So, like like we said, you're always called to um, disciple others. But I also think that, like we had said earlier, I don't think that you necessarily graduate from being discipled. Mm-hmm. I think that you, um, we all will always have something to learn. Right. And so, therefore, we will all always have someone, we should all have someone pouring into our lives. And that, I feel like can go through season yeah so like i was saying before i like you say i'm I'm having a hard time trying to articulate what i'm trying to say like if you're you become a christian someone's mentoring you you grow spiritually you start mentoring somebody else you still have that someone above you right mentoring you um but a lot of times life doesn't work that way like you move different places they move different places and i think you can still have a relationship with the person who first mentored you invested you told you about christ helped you grow into um the christian you are today but I think it's a lot harder to have that relationship with somebody when you are not in proximity with them right. as frequently. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's why, that's why that person above you who's mentoring you, that comes in seasons. Right. Um, I mentioned before that I had like a mentor in college and, and she was great. But then like I moved away from my college town and I like don't live there anymore. And yeah. so like her, I don't have that. I don't have her in that role for me. Um in this season of my life. And I think I went through a period where I was like, I need to have someone who is pouring into me because I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's going on. I don't know my next steps. I'm so confused. Um, And I think that 
like that's normal. Yeah. I think it's normal to not have someone who's there um, encouraging you when you get to a certain point point in your life. But I think it's important to still be investing in other people. Yeah. I don't think you need to have someone pouring into you to pour into others. Right. Um, but I do think you that God does have that person for you and he will bring right. that person for you because God is faithful and he provides what we need for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a matter of seeking it. Yeah. Like, I, so you left this situation that you were in because you moved. Right. And so now you no longer have that person. You could take the attitude of like, oh, okay, well, I no longer have anyone. Like, okay, we're just going to move on with life. And right. I, you're still going to invest in people. Um, and But you're never like, you never think about like actively searching out or seeking for someone to to now step into that role. Yeah. Um. So I think that we have to have that mindset of like, okay, Lord, like I'm open to that. Like I would love to have someone pouring into me because I know right. that I still need that. Like I'm you still, still going to turn. Learn. Right. Like I'm still going to turn disciple others mm-hmm. like with, because obviously like if you are in your, your, if you're in the word and you're like, you're cultivating your relationship with Christ, like he is pouring into you and that's right. ultimately all you need. Right. But obviously like he has created community and yes. relationships here on earth for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're still being poured into and therefore you can still pour out right because you're being poured into through God and his word right um but while you're in that transition season it's like okay lord bring someone into my life or yeah. like help me to have open eyes that maybe i met someone who is older and further along but i never viewed them as someone that could take that position mm-hmm. um so having that mindset of like okay I'm open to whoever you have for me and realizing that when the Lord brings someone into your life, then you can in turn like fulfill that relationship that you once had and it is now lacking, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And I think that like mindset of like, like, Lord, I am open to this and I'm seeking this. Like I'm, I am praying for this person to come into my life. Having that mindset starts a lot with, like, your, like, having humility for yourself, knowing that, like, there is people who know more than you, and you you want that in your life. Like, you want them pouring into you, and you want that relationship. Um, And like you said, having, like, an open mind and having the... I guess the discernment, like the ability to see that it is not always the person that we think it is. Yeah. um, Is helpful because I think we can learn a lot from people who we don't expect to be. Totally. You know, like they don't, again, they don't need to be older than us. They don't need to be these things. They just need to be further along their journey than we are. Right. Um, And I think a lot of times we count people out as someone who we can learn from because we think too highly of ourselves. Yeah. Or we think it needs to be this super woman of a lady who doesn't exist. Right. We build this person up. They need to be great at everything. They need to be... They don't have any struggles. They don't have any flaws. And I think that goes back to your... When you taking it back to what we were talking about at the beginning where you're discipling someone, why it's so important to share part of your story and part of your struggles um, in a healthy way, like not everything, but so they know that they're not stepping into this Christian life trying to be this perfect person. Like they have a realistic idea of what it's like to be a Christian and what it's like to live this life and walk on this journey um, so that when they step into another role, they're not seeking this superhero person right, that doesn't exactly. exist. 
Um, and I think like that, praying for that and then also having the ability to know that like we can learn from a lot of different people in our lives and yeah. they're not necessarily who we expect them to be. I love that. That's such a great point because I do. I think that we put parameters on it. Like I think we say like, oh, like I want this person that's going to pour into me mm-hmm. to have this or be a mom of three kids like I am or right. to be, you know, like set up all these things and uh, I want them to be, have my same personality or I want mm-hmm. them to be in the same stage of life as me. Um, and that's just not the way God works. Yeah. And so we could definitely like miss out on who, um, like this great woman of God that could teach us so much and just be like this great like friend mentor relationship with us mm-hmm. because we don't, that she doesn't fit in those parameters of what we think um, should be someone that's pouring into us. Right. Like, I think that's such a great point. And I think that's something we all really do struggle with. Yeah. Um, but like, I'll be honest, like I am in a season right now of life where I don't feel that I have that someone, right. you know, Me either. <laughs> I don't feel like I have anyone. And I think I've been in this season for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, like I had a mentor in college and I'm still friends with her to this day. Right. Um, but she'll again, like she lives in California cause we were, um, uh, senior year, like we lived in California. And so there, I made like relationships there and, and I was definitely like mentored by people there. Um, but I've moved back home to Arizona and this year that's different. And, um, since having moved home, I don't feel like I've, have necessarily that like mm-hmm. I know that I have like um like I know that my family is believers and all of that and like I know that like Trey's mom and a lot of like like she's similar in the fact that like she is a pastor's wife mm-hmm. and um all of the things but at the same time she is my mother-in-law yeah. so there is that like difference there of like the different type of dynamic um and I definitely like learn from her and seek her advice and things on stuff when it comes to ministry because she's been there they've been a church plant for 14 years Mm -hmm. and so um like she gets it she understands and there's like a lot of like great wisdom she can give me and I and I seek that when I have like something that I am like struggling through right but I don't know that I have someone that's like necessarily like strictly pouring into me on a weekly basis right um and I was at a point where I definitely and I don't know that I've technically like left that point but where I wanted that like I craved yeah somewhat that you know that that interaction of like someone um teaching me and I think in a marriage, like, I think your husband can do that. I think right. your husband should do that. Right. Um, but it's not the same as having a female mm-hmm. mentor. Yeah. You know, like, no, yes, your husband is supposed to be the spiritual leader and he's supposed to lead you and um, and all of that. And so he should be teaching you and he should be exemplifying the, the ways of Jesus and, and then in turn showing you how to do that. That's totally, like, definitely what marriage should be. Um but that doesn't negate that there is a, there is a place for having a mentor and having right. someone of the the same sex like female to female mm-hmm. pouring into your life. Yeah. Um because men and women are different. Right. And you know like that God made us differently and we function differently and um and so I want that. I'm still actively seeking for that. Yeah. Um but again like like just because 
I don't necessarily have that doesn't mean I'm no longer like discipling people. Exactly. You know, I still feel like I'm still doing that because my cup is being filled by the Lord. And that's ultimately all that needs to, I need to have a a full cup in order to pour out. Right. That makes sense. No, that totally makes sense. And I'm exactly in the same position as you are. (laughs) But I think like, I think we, we naturally want that. Like we naturally want someone to encourage us and to invest in us. So I think that that's that's like a void that we feel naturally. Um, But I think a lot of times when we are are feeling like I need that, that's God pointing like, okay, you need to cultivate your relationship with him. Like he's pointing your heart towards that. And I think that's that's why we can like sustain because God is enough and Uh he's all that we need. Um, But there is so much like joy. There is so much that we we can get out of being mentored by somebody yeah and like you said like god has created us for community and he's created that relationship for us for a reason and um like i have faith that god will provide that for me right um in time but it's just not right now and i'll continue to pray for and continue to seek it um but i guess also i just want to encourage because i think as we get older just in life, like, I'm not, like, I'm only 25, so I have a lot of life to live, but I can see how it can be easy as you get older to naturally, like, when you have kids, and the kids grow up, and you're just living your life, to naturally stop investing in people, Yeah. and so I guess what I want to just say is I want to encourage women who are, do have kids, but maybe they've left for college, or maybe that they're getting towards that age, and you're realizing, like, I've invested in my children for so long, and I have realize that I'm not investing in anybody in my church anymore. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think that that is, that's like a natural life like cycle. And then you realize, wow, I have so much to give. Like I have this life that I have lived and um, all these experiences that God has given me. And I want to share this with, with the women of my church who are younger or who are not as spiritually mature as I am. Like, uh, maybe you don't think that they want to hear your advice. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they do. Like, we do. Like, we want to hear, like, what you've been through, the experiences you've had. And, um, like, I think that, like, there's so much to be learned from you. If yeah. If that makes sense. Yes. And <laughs> it's just a matter of putting yourself out there. Yeah. It, which can be scary because you're, like, you're asking someone like do you want to be mentored i or i want to mentor you right um but i think that's such a fulfilling experience that god blesses um Mm -hmm. and i think that there is so much to learn from the like those women in in our church like in churches like everywhere um so i just want to encourage you to step out in faith i guess and um if there's someone that you've you know or that you're kind of friends with like I think that God God will give you what you need to, and equip you to be able to disciple that person. Yeah. Um, especially if you haven't really stepped out and discipled anyone in a while. Right. And even if you don't know, like if, if there's not like a specific person within, you know, your church that you can be like, oh, okay, like if I was going to do this, that's who I feel like the yeah. Lord's placed on my heart. Um, you can always go to one of the pastors and say, yeah, I feel like, you know, this, like explain that, like I have something to invest in and I would love to mentor like a younger, um, less spiritually mature person. Mm -hmm. Um, 
do you have someone in mind? Like, right. cause a lot of the times in situations, like those people will come to the pastor and be like, I, I feel like I'm missing this in my life and I would love, you know, a mentor or whatever. And so they're, or they, they'll just know, like the pastors just know the congregation and they know what's going on. Right. And they'll be like, you would mesh well with her. She yeah. would, you know what I mean? And they'd be able to like pair people up or give you an idea of like who you could go to. Yeah. But I agree. Like, I think that, um, that you got, it's that season of life where, you know, you have so much to offer and, mm-hmm. and you can't think that no one wants to hear what you have to say. Right. Yeah. I think often you have more to offer than you think that you do. Yes, totally. Um, well, yeah. and I want to encourage like, so you, kind of like spoke out to like the mom who's like maybe now just becoming like an empty nester like Mm -hmm. their kids are gone yeah um and I kind of want to speak to maybe a mom that's in the same stage of life as I am Mm -hmm. where they do still very much have young kids who are very much dependent upon them and you are absolutely investing in discipling your kids like I would say that every single day right now in this like season of my life I have three disciples right no matter what, consistently, I've got three disciples, mm-hmm. Faith, Selah, and Trinity, because they are depending on me for everything, and it is my job. The Lord has given me um, the responsibility to teach them about him, yeah. and, and that is what a discipleship relationship is. Right. Um, but just because you have those those kids that are dependent on you to disciple them doesn't mean that you shouldn't be discipling other women in your church too right like i get that that can be overwhelming and i get that that um it's just a hard season of life like to, I, I get it i know <laughs> i've got a four-year-old a two-year-old and i want a girl she's about to turn one like it's crazy but it is so fulfilling and it is it it is just so great when you are able to to do that for other women in your church right. so don't think that because you're in the season of motherhood where you're very much needed 24-7, doesn't mean you can't give to others outside your family. Yeah. Like, obviously, yes, your kids from first and your family comes first. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think we should be making time to disciple others outside of that. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, and then, <laughs> so there's those two. So we've got the disciple being the mentor and discipling others. And then you've got like the having someone pour into your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there, there's like this category that's kind of in, in the middle where right. you have, and you kind of talked about it a little bit about how you have like these people that you're kind of just doing life with. Right. Spiritually speaking, you're kind of at the same age. You're yeah. kind of all in the same in place. The same place. You don't have to be in the same stage of life. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be the same age. Um, but just spiritually speaking, you're in the same area. Um, and you kind of are just, it's almost like a two, it's a very much a two-way street yes. where it's like you're both mentoring each other. Right. Where it's like a accountability uh, and just that fellowship of just doing life together. Yeah. And I feel like someone that you disciple can get to that point, can very much go from like, being the person that you were the mentor over and they've grown, like you said, grown spiritually. And then they're at to a point where they're discipling others. You don't have to cut that relationship up yeah. off and be like, Oh, okay. You no longer need to be just, dis- dis- you know, to be like, I no longer need to be your mentor. 
Because ultimately they still do need a mentor and you can technically still play that role, but they could also morph into this like friendship where it's like we're just doing life together. Right, yeah. And you're learning from each other. Like you said, it's a two-way street. So you have experiences that this is where you have like – this is where this relationship is really important. I think especially if you don't have someone pouring into you because yeah. you have this group of people and it doesn't need to be like a group where everybody knows each other. You can have a couple of friends here and there that don't right. know each other, but it's a relationship that you have where you can share your struggles. Yes. You can share the things uh, that you're going through in life that are hard or that um, you are rejoicing about and like they're there to do that with you like walk alongside you yeah and so I would say like I like if you don't have someone mentoring you it's so important to have people in your life that you can share life with because if you are only only sharing like only mentoring and discipling someone you have no one to share your struggles and your burdens and the things that you're going through with right like that is very difficult and like ultimately god is enough and he does like sustain us but like we said god builds us for community he wants us to have relationships with people because he knows that we need that human contact like we need that person to physically go to and talk to and pour out like what we're going through Mm -hmm. with um And so that's why I think that like accountability, life, group or friendships that like that area of friendship (laughs) is like so important. Yeah. And it's and I think a huge part of that is the accountability too. Yeah. It's having that person that can in love say maybe in that situation, I think you didn't handle that right. right. Or um, I see that you are continuing to live in this specific sin. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I want to walk through this with you. I want to um, to, to help you uh, cut that sin off and, right. and just turn towards Christ. Like it is that relationship, those types of relationships that are, that you need because if you, like you said, if you don't have someone that's pouring into you um, because you very much in that relationship, you very much, it's a, they can see sin in your life uh, that's happening because you're vulnerable and you're, and you're sharing mm-hmm. and they can uh, help you walk through that. So, but if you don't have that, and you then you don't really have anything that's keeping you accountable. It's like yeah. you can live in this unchecked sin, right? And this person that you're that you're discipling doesn't know that right. because you're not you're not super going into depth and opening up about stuff. You know, like we had talked about earlier. So if you don't have those relationships where they they know what's going on in your day to day life, they know what's going on in your marriage, they know what's going on in in motherhood mm-hmm. and how that you feel and you're acting and all of these things that they can say, hey, what you did that right there was not Christ-like right. in a very loving way, mm-hmm. you know, and walking you through. Like that is a huge part of the Christian walk mm-hmm. that I feel like so many of us don't have yeah. and aren't actively seeking right? because we don't want to be wrong. We don't want right. to be called out. We yeah. don't want people to know how bad we are and the sinful things that we do. Yeah, we don't want to be vulnerable about We don't. We, yeah. we want, like, especially for me as a one, I want people to see me as good. Yeah. Like, I want people to have an image of me in their mind and it not be of the things that I've done wrong. Right. And so it can be very hard for me to be vulnerable with someone and to say like, this is what I'm struggling with. This is the sin that I'm battling. And 
like, would you pray for me or would you pray with me or would you give me encouragement on how to fight that? Or have you been through that? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. that, that being vulnerable. Um, but I think to some level, even if you're not a one on the Enneagram, <laughs> you, we, we all struggle, struggle with, with, with letting people know the bad things that we do. Yeah. And I think it throughout all three of these kind of areas, all three of these like Christian relationships that we have, the like one of the common factors in it is like being humble like about yourself and yeah. not not being prideful about who you are because I think in each situation there needs to be humility totally. like in order to be vulnerable and have those people that you are walking side by side with and you can share your struggles and they can call you out and you can call them out in love you have to be humble you have to be able to accept like okay maybe I didn't handle this in the right way yeah and and have a relationship with them where you know that they're not saying something to hurt your feelings. They're not saying something to for ulterior motives. They're just yeah. they they just care about you, and you're you're humble enough to know like I do make mistakes and I'm not a perfect person. And this person does just care about my spiritual health in my walk with God. Right. And yeah. And it's like Trey's message on Sunday. He was talking about how. Um, how it's in the bible it says that not to judge lest we be judged and he was saying how we take that out of context of like oh okay um i can't judge unless i'm sinless and that's not that's not true either like if if that were the case then none of us would ever be able to do that in our entire walk but yet it also says in the bible of like holding uh people accountable and and the count you know like all of that stuff and so he was saying like it was it's a matter of like understanding that yes we have our own sin Mm -hmm. and we have stuff that we are dealing with but coming to a situation like that of calling someone out out of humility like coming to the situation of like uh without condemnation like you're not condemning them you don't think that that they're not worthy of being like saved or or anything like that but it's coming out of a place of like humility and genuinely wanting them to further their walk with Christ or or to deepen their relationship with Jesus. And we, we misunderstand that and we think, Oh, well I can't call someone out on their sin or I can't hold someone else accountable because because I have, because I have issues that Mm -hmm. I have wrong. And it is, it's that humility of like, okay, I'm going to allow them to call me out when I'm in sin, but I'm also going to step out in faith and in love and in grace and call them out when they're in sin. And it's Mm -hmm. that two way street of, of, of working through you just your everyday life problems right. and sin that we, I mean, cause we're all, we're sinful. We fall back into that because of the fall. And so, um, it's just such an important relationship that I think that gets neglected too often. Yeah. And I think it's easy to have that relationship when you're single because yeah, you, that's true. That's a good point. You, when you start even in like a dating relationship, I think that you can lose those close relationships where you are accountable for each other and you're caring for each other because then that person you're dating or that person that you're married to is the person that you go to with all your struggles. But right. you do have struggles with your partner, like with right. the person that you're dating or with the person that you're married to that like, yes, you need to work them out in your marriage, but yeah. also you can you can seek advice from your friends who might also be married or right you know like there is so much to learn and there's so much joy in those those um side-by-side relationships 
with other women yes even when you're married and i would say yeah. it's super important when you're married because i think it's so easy to neglect it when you're married because yes. you just it, it's important to invest in your marriage like that is the most important relationship you have but that doesn't mean it's the only important relationship you have right and i think there's also a very fine line of going to someone for advice and um, guidance and encouragement versus gossip. Right. I think yes. for women, for us, I feel like it is so easy to cross that line yeah. and and go to this person out of complaint yes. or out of yes. a heart yeah. of um, you're upset or, yeah. you know, and so you're like, my husband did this and I cannot believe it. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think that we should ever be actually you know like bad mouthing our husband or right. talking down about our husbands right to our friends or whoever they are yeah um even to our mentors i think that um i think we should always approach the situation even if we think we're right and it right. is a very very hard thing to do yeah but i think we should always approach the situation of i'm gonna tell you what happened on a non-biased level, like mm -hmm. I'm not going to give you my side of the story and like I'm going to tell you this is what went down and then I'm going to allow you to speak into that and be like, maybe you're seeing it wrong. Yeah. Maybe my husband actually is not in the wrong. Right. And I am just coming from a view of I've got blinders on and I, I'm right and, and I'm not going to listen to what anyone else says. Mm -hmm. And so it, it is it's not, it's not bringing your struggles within your marriage so that you can gossip and so that you Someone can, can tell you you're so right. Right. Like, they he can did validate so you. Da, da, da. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that it takes a lot for the friend to to not do that. To yeah. not validate. To not be like, oh yeah, he was totally in the wrong. Even right, though they right. kind of have this feeling like, well, maybe you should have done things differently too. Yeah. Like I want to have a friendship where I can go to someone and they can be like, well okay, like I see where you're coming from and maybe he handled that wrong, but maybe you handled it wrong too. Like right. maybe you should have done this. Yeah. Versus, oh wow, I can't believe your husband did that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it's that. Like, like that doesn't help anybody. Right, exactly. Yeah, and it so just, it's, not a, it's not a place to gossip. It's not a place to go and to talk about who wronged you and, yes. and how you can get the back or how you yeah. can spread about how terrible they are. You know, it's. Again, it comes from humility. Yes. I think that's the core, the core like thing there is you have to be, and I think when you, you have issues, whether it's in a relationship, like a family relationship with your parents or your siblings, or it's in your marriage, like you need to be able to break down like this happened and this is why it upset me. And right. as a friend who is being told something like that, you need to be able to hear what they're saying and then ask them questions. Okay. Like, why did this upset you? Right. Why, like, why are you feeling this way? So you can get to the root of the issue, not just like this situation upset me. There's always a reason. There's always yes. a reason behind it. And it's and it points to your heart. And I think that's how you can not only um, like come to your friends in with the right um, posture, but also yeah. be a good be a good friend to the friends who are coming to you. You know what I mean? Like yes. give them good advice and give them steps to move forward not just fuel their pride totally yeah i agree completely it's yeah there's basically yeah so there's the three different stages and and types of like like you said types of christian relationships or yeah. friendships that uh we can have that we should have um and we just want to encourage you guys that if you don't 
feel like you have any of those or maybe that you're lacking in some of those, you know, like seek that, seek it Mm -hmm. out, like seek the Lord in that also, like pray and say, Lord, like bring me like people that I can do life with or maybe he has brought you people that you can do life with and you're just kind of like, you know, like you've got the veil of your eyes and you don't realize it, like because they don't fit into that category like we had yeah. said earlier. Like, um, I would say, like, if you feel like you're lacking in any area, I think the best place, like, definitely pray and ask God for those people. But also talk to people. Like, right. you're never going to meet out. those people yeah. if you don't step out, meet people, talk to people at church, talk to people at your work. Like, if you are constantly just not putting yourself out there, then those people are never going to come into your life because you're never going to know who they are. Right. So it does take action on your part to like, yes, seek it and ask God for it, but also step out in faith, put yourself in positions where you can meet people, where you can be vulnerable, where you can ask people questions yeah. and learn about people. Um, and I think you'll be surprised who God has placed in your life for a while, who you're just now seeing because you're taking that step in faith and putting yourself out there.